That's what, that's what Mikan T in, in, in a cardboard box sounds like opening. It's kind of historic. This is the first podcast in which all the participants are guzzling Red Bull. Fresh. Yeah. Sponsored to you by Red Bull. Sponsored by Red Bull. We should totally get sponsored by Red Bull. All right, welcome to episode... Extreme Podcasting! Welcome to Pixel Junk uh, Radio episode 25, part two. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is the... the it is actually the afternoon on Friday. Usually I'm editing the podcast right now, but due to our or my... Uh, you don't own that shit. Uh, yeah, yeah man. I fucked up. Shit. I fucked up last night. Sorry. I fucked up. I didn't record the podcast correctly. It's cool. We lost about an hour and a half. He didn't record the podcast yeah, there was at all. Nothing. It's, it's sort of a zero and a one thing. Yeah. And he just talked into a plastic box for two hours. For <laughs> it was only a, it was an hour and a half, but... It was it was a good hour and a half to communicate with our coworkers for no given reason. <laughs> I should really just walk around the office with a microphone, just really around Jamin and Milky, <laughs> and just that that's well, podcast don't material. To an old married couple, really. Mm, they're yeah. not without their kid. No, no, man. Old come back, come back, Sagar. Man, oh, cool. <laughs> it's Sagar here. The, like, tr- the Trinity is complete. Yeah, the Trinity would be complete. Oh, People keep talking about this like old married couple dynamic. I don't think Roman actually knows what an old married couple acts like. Yeah, dude. Old married couples do not make out nearly as much as we do. <clears throat> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, we should probably uh, say hi to everyone. Hey, what's up? Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, to we have a special guest today. Again, for the second time, yeah, uh, Mr. Rowan Parker, yep. who was the lead designer on uh, Pixel Junk 4AM and also the boss designer on Pixel Junk Shooter. So instead and of talking about Rowan yeah. all podcast, we can talk to Rowan all podcast. Nice. Yeah, yeah, because we... It is a new trend. It will prevail. <laughs> so, Jamin was always working under the assumption that Rowan didn't bother listening to the podcast. But he, he was that, wrong. He, he's very wrong. Yeah, yeah. Rowan listens to the raw. I think as long as as long as Kalen doesn't listen to this podcast, I'll be safe. No, I'm feeling I'm feeling in for uh, for Dylan. Dylan is Dylan has a uh, a cold. Yeah, he's got a nasty cold. He doesn't feel like chatting. Too Duncan much. was here last night, but he's not here today. Uh, unfortunately, right. I'll, provi- I'll provide some non-American flavor for. Uh, oh for shit! We we stuff. own this shit today. Exactly. It is true. It is three to one. It, yeah, it's a good thing. It's cool. It's like yeah. I almost said three on one. Pause. <laughs> no homo. Uh, I am your fucker podcast fucker upper John Davis. To my left is uh, Milky. Yeah, and to his left, 
Jamie Kessler. I can't speak for him anymore. He told me last night not to speak for him, so. Speak for my own goddamn self. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Don't speak well for yourself. <laughs> and we're all drinking Red Bull. All right. This is going to be fun. This is oh, going to yeah. be interesting. And I got coffee, too. Feel the bird. I should just pour the, co- the Red Bull Do you into Red Bull the coffee. coffee. Oh, my God, that's a great idea. Do it. Make it so. No, you don't drink, if so you don't drink that shit, I will. So Give me that shit. If you don't drink that shit, I will drink it. I'm trying it. So bad. So nasty. It's like one of those bad Japanese drinks. Pass around two podcasters, one cup. The coffee soda. Wow, that that happened. That just happened. That just happened. I just poured Red Bull into coffee. Was Was that coffee hot? It was lukewarm. Oh, and how did it taste? Uh. It looked pretty foul. It was pretty foul. <laughs> it was. I was Red Bull and coffee. Yeah, man. Like, I, I don't like, know. It was, how I was it was almost like self punishment for screwing up the podcast. That was. That was my butt's game. Yeah, you kind of felt obliged to do it. So that, yeah. was, that, that was. That was like some dumb college shit. Oh, I think I got a head rush, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was fast. All right. Um, so this week, uh, last yes, last night we talked. We had a very good discussion about CES. This is going to be part two. I think everyone has slept on it, and maybe is. Rowan's definitely come to the table more prepared to fight. Um, you can't be, you can't on my more prepared than totally prepared. Totally prepared. And on my left here, I have the, yes, the one one kind of side of the CES argument or the John's doing a hand movement. Yeah, for everyone at home. Just, yeah, yes. to my left, and then to my right is is Rowan, who's going to uh, who's going to take a really strong stance on being neutral. Yeah, yeah. ironically, yeah. it's amazing that's even necessary, but. And then I'm going to sit in the middle. It's like you're defending mediocrity. I'm, I'm defending. No, you're defending mediocrity. I'm defending you're not defending. wanting something. No, you're just defending mediocrity. It's amazing. No. Okay, so so this week we had CES. A um, couple of big hardware announcements. Uh, Let's do them one by one. We will. Um, probably this is not a hardware announcement for CES, but um, but the oil was has come to to the front uh, in, in the uh, the office recently. Uh, I think that's on piggybacking on on the Nvidia Shield, which yeah. was announced. Uh, so we'll start with the Shield. Um, what do you guys think about? Well, Jamin, I know you you're the spec man. What do you think about the specs on the Shield? Okay, so hardware wise, I kind of I like the Taker Four. I think it's um sorry, moving my chair closer as I'm being waved over by Rowan. Um, I don't know. It's a, he's a boss of you. He's a boss of me. Yeah, mm-hmm. Tegra Four is a pretty cool design. Um, I like the fact that you can use it to play games on your computer while you're sitting on the couch, which is kind of nice. It's sort of like the equivalent of the uh, PSP. Was that game streaming thing you have with PS3? Remote play. Remote play. Yeah. I think I think that's kind of cool. Um, this thing is not going to be powerful enough to uh, run AAA games. Mm-hmm. Like you saw, you saw it running Hawken, and I'm. Either it, sure, it's it, a heavily modified version. It was. I, or it's streamed. I've played a lot of Hawken lately, yeah. and um, the version they had there it didn't have the same like volumetric particle effects. It right. didn't have, you know, didn't so, have so the, it probably wasn't. It, it was. It was like a you know so a, a lower version. version. But I don't play on min spec at home, so maybe if I switched my uh, PC version to min spec, it might, look, it might look the same. I don't have to play on minimum specs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, John. Make me sound like a jerk. <laughs> yeah, well, you got you got the humble brag for your computer like down, dude. Yeah. <laughs> The, the I spent a lot of money on my computer. So. Yeah. The version they were playing on the Shield, uh, it's not, yeah, the ultra spec PC. But I mean, it still looked like Hawken, and it was still, you know, they were and, jumping around. And I'm, I'm not convinced about the the game streaming at all. I, I have an 802.11 n router at home, and I still cannot stream, you know, decently compressed 720p video to my fucking Bravia. So you mm. know, this thing is gonna. 
you take a, a frame buffer larger than 10, uh, sorry, a 720p frame buffer, and then, I, I don't know, it's probably going to be heavily compressed. Or in they in just, the demo on stage, they had two of them playing, uh, two of them playing at the same time, right? When they were playing Hawk and it was 1v1, and yeah. one of them was pushing to the TV, and one of them must have just been playing when he was... So, so let's talk about that, why... That's a cool feature, by the way. I yeah, think yeah. That's, that's a very interesting Let's idea. talk about why the shield exists. You brought it up yesterday. It's because none of the future consoles are using NVIDIA... Chipsets, yeah. Well, right. according... I, I brought uh, that up, but... Yeah. Huh? I brought that, that up. Oh, was it you? Yeah. I can't well, tell you. According to... Apart. Yeah. According to... Kotaku <laughs> says... And, and Polygon and, you know, a lot of the net rumors... Well, we know the new Wii is, is ATI. They right. say Microsoft's going to be ATI. So, I mean, if, if you were NVIDIA and saw yourself getting shut out, wouldn't you make a move? Right. Okay, so now that that's established, then we, we know why NVIDIA is doing something... Creating something like the Shield. Well, we can, possibly why. One of the, probably one, it's probably a factor for sure because they got to put their chipset somewhere. Do you think it was a, is a good idea? You know, do you think this hardware is a good idea, Rowan? You're the you're the devil's advocate. I'm I wouldn't buy one myself, mm-hmm. but I Would, haven't I haven't ever purchased a. I don't know, that's untrue actually. Well, I haven't. Stay on target. Stay on I target. haven't purchased a handheld gaming like console. I have a PSP, but I I got that. I didn't pay for it myself, so. I've never been really into handheld gaming or like, you know, sort of mm-hmm. mobile handheld gaming. So, would anybody here at this table buy an Nvidia Shield? I, personally I, don't, have a win- I don't have a Windows box. I mean, who the hell even knows if it's going to work with Mac or Linux or. I, I would not buy one because I would rather. I don't, it, just seems, it just seems unnecessary to me. It I also think seems ugly. It's, it's definitely ugly. Um, I don't think the. Uh, <laughs> The, the uh, comment, industrial design is very good. The comment Jamin made yesterday was that they've clearly hired the guy that... I mean, everyone said it. They yeah, hired the I guy. I didn't my comment. Personally, I don't think he's even been hired. I reckon they kidnapped the guy. And they held him the, in the basement and they said, design something. And the guy went, oh, shit. You don't know how to make his that old. It was the guy who designed the original Xbox controller. The Xbox controller, yes. The Duke. And so this is a theme that's going to come up, that's pretty much going to pop up in a lot of the hardware that we discussed today. But I think it's really superfluous. It's it's optional. It's a thing you can buy and you can have and you can mess around with. But this is not something that you need to play your PC games. So here's the thing. Nobody likes to carry two devices around. Yeah, Milky was saying, and we're rehashing everything we said last time, Milky was saying that, you know, you buy an iPhone because it does everything. You yeah. can check Facebook with it. It happens to play games. You can run apps on it, whatever. No one is going to carry a phone a and one of these things specifically for playing games, which is, in my opinion, what doomed the Vita, even though the Vita was a great well, gaming machine. But. but there's a space for the DS, right? I mean, the DS is a second device, but it's managed to live. Yeah, but you're playing <clears throat> 3DS specific games on, on those. They're they're exclusive. Mm. They're Nintendo games, which are yeah. always high quality. Nintendo, you yeah. know who plays DS games? <clears throat> Nintendo fans, right? Yeah. But there are a lot of them. Nintendo fans will buy. No, there are a lot. I'm not saying there's no market. I think I saw Nintendo Mark fans will buy Nintendo games. John Reed, one of the eight four guys tweeted yesterday that that like eight percent of the population in Japan has a 3DS. Yeah, so basically, not right. a 3DS. It must be DS uh, or so a they, DS family hardware. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, you know what? What does the shield do that you can't do on another device? Right. That's the problem. You know, that's the problem for that's that. That's the problem for Oya, it, which we'll get to. And, yeah, and yeah. It's, a it's a great device it's problem for, for the playing games that exist on your computer what? while sitting on your couch. I'll, I'll say one thing I did like about the shield from a product design point of view is the back faceplate thing. 
because that's something I've noticed. You know, when the 3DS, they bring out new versions, like here's a Final Fantasy version, and they put some cool artwork on it, you have to buy a whole new piece of hardware so to get that cool So you can customize your shield. Yeah. That, those, those sneakers that are, um, you can draw, what are they, what are the, the white sneakers <laughs> you, you can, can draw customize on? a lot the Jeremy of... Scott sneakers we get. <laughs> no, no, the, no, the and they, you know, give you textures and stuff, and you can draw them. That faceplate is, you know, that's a cheap... Accessory and in terms of manufacturing, like it looks like it's fairly easy to mass produce. You yeah, that's cheap, cool. Whack it on and off. And, and it totally uh, makes up for the fact that the analog no, sticks are five it, millimeters it doesn't, apart. That, it doesn't, but it shows a nice insight by whoever put that thing on there of recognizing an a, a issue nice and customizable insight for something that does not Which present is, a compelling purchase right. for anyone. So I can I can change the faceplate on my Xbox, Xbox 360. And I've never yeah. done that. Yeah, it's like a completely fact, useless car having a really great thing on the. Can you still do that? I don't think you can. You can't do that on the. 360s can you just were like yeah lame who was buying faceplates no one but you know i inherited some i mean they must have they must have recognized oh to work they must have recognized their sales spikes on ds and psp hardware when those companies released the bundled deals that had you know oh here's a a crisis core version or whatever and they must have been trying to think we know how yeah i I thought that shit i bought my psp when i got when the god God of war version do they do that in the u.s yeah they they, they sell the ds for like a year and then they're like oh by the way there's a pink one now and there's a huge not just just color not just color but the actual game specific thing there's actually spikes with color here yeah, there's spikes, yeah. huge spikes for color yeah. in Japan. It's insane. I mean, that that was something. So that, the I, I, I didn't know about the face plate or the interchangeable plate on the shield. Is that something that is like digitally updated, or is it something that's no, like it's physical? It's physical. It's physical. So that means that like EA would have to, while they're publishing this thing for PC, Steambox, whatever, yeah, yeah. Battlefield, <laughs> they would have to physically manufacture yeah. a shield. Faceplate that people may or may not buy, but that's better than having to go manufacture another whole DS and work with Nintendo to do that. I think that's what they're they're looking at. But <coughs> I, I, do you have actual? I, numbers? I think that's a not. It's do you have a actual numbers on how, yeah, on how popular that is? Well, I mean, it's because it, I mean, I, I don't want like a logo for a specific game on my machine yeah, that I, I used I to play five hundred different I, games. I don't either, but people buy them, Jamie. No, no, no I, I know they do. But I'm asking yeah. you, do you have specific numbers? Because I don't understand how popular they are. I don't no, think I, I don't think people I don't think publishers will, will <clears throat> use that very much because that's a, there's a few degrees of separation there. It's like, okay, if we're releasing this game, we're re- releasing a special edition where you can get a giant head and <laughs> a soundtrack and an art book and some behind the scenes DVD or whatever. Oh, and we're gonna put a shield faceplate in there. I think. Yeah, I, don't really I think th- the final bullet in it as well will be that um, variations or population. Uh, sorry, popularity of variation is you know after a certain critical mass of hardware is sold, and the DS had millions and millions and millions out there, which is why those versions are you know popular when they come out. I think you need to have a whole lot of other cool stuff first before someone's interested in the frosting being mm. different color. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, but if they the, were to make special things for you know and, and that's really unique to a handheld situation this doesn't really the, yeah. the shield doesn't feel like a handheld gaming system it feels like a way to play your non-handheld stuff in a handheld yeah I can't help it's but different. look at it like one yeah. because you, you know you hold it in your hands you said personal online system I mentioned online yeah, yesterday. Yeah, you said but it was like a personal online from your computer. It's not just streaming, games. though. I mean, it does. It uh, renders it has, on itself as it well. Has, it runs like, what, Android 4.0? I don't know. I thought <sighs> they were running on it. But what I did mention yesterday was um, that if you Google Hip Gear Screen Pad, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. almost 10 years old to the day, yep. um, 
it almost looks exactly like the, that, the, the what the shield looks like now. But seriously, uh, Google hip. What was it? Hip, hip gear. Separate words. Hip gear. Screen, screen pad. pad. That was ridiculous. That I saw oh, that was like wow. They must have just. They must have kidnapped that guy. Let's make yeah. that thing. They put that guy and the Xbox, <laughs> the Xbox guy in a room and said, make something. And the two of them looked at each other and went, okay, let's do this. How does the shield look when it's folded up? It looks like the screen like clamshell. Clam 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 it's like an old DS-looking clamshell. Yeah. So are DS we gonna be, fat. So, DS fat, exactly. So are we going to be side-talking with this thing soon? I was, last podcast, I refused to call it the shield. I kept calling it the side-talker. Because that well, it doesn't have a phone in it, does it? No. I'm sure they will. It doesn't well, you, matter. Someone, someone <laughs> could, could, and I'm sure Skype will be on it. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to remove the battery in order to install Skype. <laughs> in order to install other apps. Um, and well, Mars I, has to be rising just above doesn't, the Doesn't this have to, doesn't this like uh, actually, I mean, if we look at the shield and we look at the Oya, the underlying thing for for both of these of these consoles is or handhelds. Do not fucking call them consoles. They are well, not on, consoles. Whatever. Before, well, machines. Before we go on to Oya, Devices. let's stay within CES. Okay, yeah. Do you want to look at the yeah. Steam box? Uh, well, I, I, just, mean, I, just wanted, I just want to talk about, like, because Jamie, I saw Jamie roll in his eyes when I said Android. Right. And, I mean, doesn't this really call into question whether or not Android is going to be a viable platform for outside of mobile and tablets? I don't know why people are trying to make Android a, a gaming platform. It's not a game OS. Android no. is not a game OS. It's not a real-time OS. It's not any type of OS I mean, the iOS, suitable for performance games. Neither is iOS. Yeah, was, Neither is it iOS. It wasn't designed for it in the first place either, right? But I think the games that are successful on Android and iOS aren't relying on performance power. No, no. This is, this is what I'm saying. Yeah, you can run you Flash can. games on a Commodore 64 probably if you wanted to. Yeah. But I'm saying as a proper gaming platform for doing... Intensive high graphic games. No, you're right. You won't. See you're an limiting yourself. Or something on, on you're it. you're cutting off fifty percent of the hardware mm. performance just because I don't feel like writing my own OS for it. Yeah, but and you're taking well. We'll talk about this with Oya, but you're taking hardware that is already in order of magnitude weaker than the mobile devices from last year, and then using Android to even further cap that performance. So we'll get into that later. But yeah, Android is not a game OS. Okay. Uh, the other big announcement, or the thing that people expected at uh, CES this year, was yeah, one, the one that wasn't a bombshell yeah, from was, left field. Was uh, a but little bit, a little still bit more impactful. Yeah, very impactful. Was a this, little bit more of a Steam the box. One. This one's mm. excitement plus. Even alpha. though you're not buying one. Yep. That again, I'm not going <clears> to <throat> buy one, but I'm in the user group which wouldn't buy one. However, Milky, right, who we discussed yesterday as well, Milky is probably their perfect target. I'm interested in a Steam box because I don't have a gaming PC because I do all my gaming on a console, but I am interested in games that arrive on PC. Um, and if the Steam box presents a an affordable, viable um, PC gaming solution for me where I don't really have to think about what's going into it, then it's possible that I might want to buy one of these. The, the caveat is that I do like Blizzard games, and I am aware that you know because EA has their own origin service that not all games route through Steam. Right, but as as Gabe, well, mentioned, before, as Gabe I, mentioned, you can freely install Windows on it. You yeah. know, it's not tied down or anything, so yeah, there's but the potential to for, for people for people that don't that don't might not know what a Steam box is. Oh, yeah, could, uh, I think Rowan, you're you're probably the most familiar so, with it. What what is a Steam box? So a Steam box is gonna be probably with the name they give to a family of, of licensed boxes which uh, are going to be sort of you know, prepackaged BTO type computers that are going to run Steam, and they're going to run most of the games on Steam. Uh, you can plug it into your TV, run big picture mode on your TV. 
you can use either a keyboard and a mouse or a controller. Um, and the first one that's announced at CES was the XI3 partnership one with Valve. That's not Valve's own actual Steam Box. They're making their own Valve one. This one's a partnered one with another company. And many other companies as well might want to make their own Steam Boxes. But the idea is that this box is going to you know, land on your living room table and you can play most of the Steam games on it, like a PC. <laughs> so because Gabe is Gabe and Valve is Valve, he was saying that you know there's no restrictions. You can you can install Windows <coughs> on your Steam box and, and whatever. But because we don't know what's going to be shipped inside the Steam box, I don't know. Like you know, can you put a separate hard drive in there? You know, how do I how do I partition uh, my Windows install and separate it from the Linux install? and stuff like that so I can play things like Blizzard games or EA games. You know but if, I mean, you're, that, if you're going to go that route... That's, that's fairly granular. I mean, at the moment, I don't think anyone has details and that kind of stuff. No, mm-hmm. nobody yeah. has details, but it's a factor for me when I'm thinking about am I going to buy one of these things because, because if I want to play Blizzard games, if I want to play Origin games... Well, yeah. well so let me ask you why... And I love Linux. I would never, ever, ever own a Windows computer in my life. I feel very strongly about this. But So if you had the choice between... Running Linux, which can run all of the Steam games, let's say in Wine, pretend that all the Steam games run perfectly fine in Wine, but not the Windows Blizzards game, or you could run Windows and play the Steam games normally and still play the Blizzard games, why would you partition it all? Why would you not just go with Windows, since you could do both anyway? Probably just because of the ease of getting it done. I, I don't want to have to necessarily go through the trouble of, of building the PC myself. I will if it's No, you're not necessary. building it yourself. Actually, that's a good... On that note, with Milky mentioning, for the last six months or so in the office, Milky's been um, asking me for help to build a, a BTO con, um, a beefy... BTO? You know, build to order. Oh, you're not going to do the Bachman-Turner Overdrive joke? Bachman-Turner Overdrive. You just did. So <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, he said, oh, you know, I've got a budget of like maybe six to eight hundred US dollars. I want to build a com just to play heap of games on Steam, that kind of stuff. And the the faff that he'd have to go through to order the parts and build it and get it working, get the drivers installed. I mean, if a Steam box can fulfill a space here where it's just competitive with one of the next-gen consoles, it's four to six hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, and you can just buy it and plonk it out, and it just works. I mean, it's the convenience kinda... is like if I can walk into the, into Best Buy and just pull a Steam box off the shelf and walk out of there buying it, knowing right. knowing that like it's going to play most of what I want to play. That's that's some some peace of mind for me. To answer Jamin's question, you know, it does make more sense to probably just build my own. But this is the whole point. I think. No, no, I never said build your own. I was asking yeah. why partition right, when yeah. you just leave it as is and just install Windows. Well, if you that, want to that, down that's, that's see, that's what I don't spe- know. That's yeah. speculating that's, on something we yeah. don't know okay. about yet. So yeah. um, we don't know if you do need to or not. How much? How much does this thing have to cost to to really make where needs to be competitive with either the 720 or a PS4? It needs to be similar price. And if it's anywhere within $100 plus or minus of either of those, I think it'll fly. Well, how much do you guys think the 720 or the PS4 is going to cost? Personally, I reckon four to 600 US dollars. Yeah, I 300. mean... 300. Well, 300 to 350. What do you think? Not a dollar more. What, what lessons do you think they've learned from the past? They know that they can't ship... And we're, we're speaking about the Valve Steam Box. We're not speculating on the... Okay, I'm talking about the Xbox. Well, yeah, next-gen consoles. But yeah. consoles in general, like when they launch at $500, remember how hard it was for the PS3 well, to move? In Australia, it's, in Australia, the PS3 Australia launched is, at $1,000. Australia, Australia is weird on a lot of levels. $1,000. <laughs> okay, so that, that doesn't mean... Just, and people bought it. Yeah. But in... 
It was actually six hundred was the most was the most expensive right. one. Yeah, yeah. It was the most expensive, and that remember like the first six months of Sony launching the PS3, it was all stories about how like it was all like spin doctoring because they were. Not like selling you, as many as they yeah. wanted to. Like the eBay sales were flatlining, all that stuff. Yeah, so yeah. six hundred dollars is not a good price point to start at. Five hundred dollars is a tough call too. Yeah, even, even four hundred dollars, not in this economy. And how? No. And how much is the Wii U? It's uh, it's two fifty to oh, about three hundred. Two fifty to three hundred. Okay, two ninety nine so is like that, is the upper one. What is, what is the Vita? The Vita was two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, they're not going to launch. A new console at the price of the Vita, no. but they're not going to launch it at five hundred. I think three hundred to three fifty is dead that on. Feels provided that they didn't sink another two billion dollars into yeah. custom Jam- fab. Jamin, that might be their cost price, but I think you find retailers will add their margin on top, and it'll be you know four to five hundred. I think I, I would be shocked if it, it was might that, be three to three fifty, but it's, it's yeah, but that's not their fault. That's retailers, oh, and, they need, and they need to work with retailers. To MSRP sure. is going to manufacture suggested retail price is going to be something like even if they bring the price down to like four hundred dollars. I've never, I don't think they're going to. Any of the next gen consoles are going to launch at three fifty. It's either going to be three or four, and it's not going to be three. So three fifty. How, how much would a Steam box need to be if you buy one Milky? But they don't fill the same market. Would be good. They, don't, they don't serve the same market. So this, this, if you right, buy right. if you buy a PlayStation, you buy it because you want to play, play God of War. Yeah, you play because yeah, yeah. you want to. It's Steam is not but a replacement for that. It's just like just like a PlayStation is not a replacement for Steam because so, you can't play all the Steam right, games. So are we going? Yeah. Are but we there going, is a lot of but there's a lot of movement back and forth between those true, prices. True, but right? are we going back to Super Nintendo and Mega Drive then? Are we going back to you know you pick one and that's the one you've got and you play the games that are on it? I don't, I don't like so. I don't like missing exclusive games, so I buy every console. Right, but we're, we're, in a, we're in a position that we can do that. You know, most people, if they're going to buy one box to play games, they're just buying one box. So if they're all competitive pricing, then they're going to do that based on the games available on the box. Right? Well, if you're, if you're doing it based on online services and, like, you know, tons of games sold yeah, alone, I mean, you Steam, can't beat Steam. You cannot, you cannot, you know, cannot beat Steam. Steam has no a one's gonna very deep Steam. library. No I would not, for, for, because I'm viewing the Steam boxes as actually like a PC, right. I'm... I think my threshold goes up a little bit higher for stupid reasons, but I just feel like, well, I would probably pay up to $600. I would right. like to pay less, yeah. but I would probably pay up to $600 if I knew, if, like, after, like, all the reviews and the uh, hardware analysis comes out, if I knew that this thing wasn't going to be obsolete in and you could also a use year it to or do two years. Check your mail and do web processing. I, I care less about that because I'm, I know uh, I'm going to check it on my iPhone or okay. whatever. Yeah. But yeah. Actually, the, the really cool thing is... Um, you know, we used to, back when we were living at the old house, I was working in hypnotics, um, we used to want to have LAN parties with other people in other houses, yeah. which always involved, invariably, taking up this giant-ass computer with all these wires yeah. and your monitor, yeah. carrying them over. It's so a CRT actually, monitor time, too, folks. Exactly. Not, it was. It was CRT not, monitors. Yeah. Like Heavy-ass heavy monitors. I mean, if you could just carry this tiny want, little box and it also monitor. So I don't, you have to explain this to so me, because I don't know what, I'm so sure if I understand this. Gabe, so he said, the Steam box will also be a server. So any PC can serve multiple monitors. You can have one GPU serving up to eight simultaneous game calls. Um, so one PC, eight TVs, eight controllers, and everyone's getting good performance out of it. Yeah. So okay, they're so trying to resurrect the LAN party. That's, and that's, all that's power fucking to brilliant. All power that's to brilliant. Bring on the LAN. So, yeah. so uh, explain this to me. Like, can you give an example? Of, like, could, could eight people play Hawken on this one box? That depends on the performance of the box. But theoretically, that's what they're saying. It's, yeah. I hope that the form factor of the of the Steam box is actually like a, a shuttle PC or something very 
compact and portable. I mean, the the XI3, the piston one, they're small. has um, four USB 3, four USB 2 ports on the back. So that's enough for four people's keyboard and mouse mice. That or, thing fits in your hand, controllers. too. That thing was small. It, it has, has a to, lot of control ports on be, the back. If it's going to compete with consoles, and it's going to be not just a computer that you statically plug in and leave it there for its life. It has to be something, this little thing you could put in front of the TV. And mm-hmm. What would you do, go from there to HDMI splitter or something and get it out to a... I'm not sure how they, they get it out. I don't know. You know, we're getting, I, I can't, I, we're getting I, closer and closer to this, like, universal set-top box, guys. I mean, we've come, we've got consoles coming this way, and we've got, you know, old-school cable boxes coming the other way. And oh, they're, they're, that's they're, guys. All the, and that's and cable all boxes have a much I, further I think they've been a lot further to go. No, no, no. I'm saying just, like, in, in history, in, in its perspective, right? You know, you've got your... your your Google TVs, your Apple TVs and stuff, and that stuff coming from one direction. And you have consoles that have started to move into the entertainment space over the past 10 years. Mm-hmm. And that's what the, the PC has been in the middle, keep, right? Keep talking about like how, like, all right, eventually by, by 2016, one of the hardware providers will have dropped out. You know, a lot of people are, are hoping that the industry event, you know, Console loyalists don't, but some people hope that there's going to be this, you know... Consolidation. Consolidation where it's like, you know, it's just a, a DVD player made by Toshiba, Panasonic, Mitsubishi, whatever, you know, it's like... That'll, that's not going to happen. The one console future. By 2016. By the way, can I just um, make a small announcement? Sure. Uh, on topic, actually. I would, I would just, <laughs> Literally. Holy shit. I would, I would, I'm very, very pleased <laughs> to announce that as of yesterday... The PlayStation 3 has surpassed the Xbox 360 in global sales. So Kutaragi-san, peace be upon him, please come back to Sony. May you please, find water man, and shade. You've been, you've been vindicated. <laughs> come back to Sony. Is that June? No. It's wheel of time. I actually liked it when consoles were doing things very, very differently from other consoles. But now in the, the effort to make to bring costs down and to make it easy, easier for people to develop on your consoles and, and, and as a result, not lose developers to other consoles yeah. that are easier to develop for. You know, the hardware guts are, are, are seemingly becoming, you know, everybody's going to the same we don't, we don't know what's in the Xbox. So, I've heard rumors about all the consoles and no one so has any that, idea what it's going to be. That's a good in. leap, actually, because saying that even if the guts on the inside is the same, the... Um, uh, Something that we mentioned yesterday as well is what Steam Box could potentially do for Linux is extremely exciting. Yeah. Um, and the idea that uh, a company with the inertia of Valve and Gabe, who's you know knows what he's doing with OSs, it wasn't just Valve. Didn't Blizzard also blast yeah, uh, I mean, Windows Eight and said I mean, Windows. I like Gabe's comment as a. Is that Windows 8 uh, gave me a great sadness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just sad face gave. <laughs> so the idea that someone like Valve can make a Steam box and it could just be this beacon to galvanize the entire Linux community around, which is what it's really been needing because it's a bit fragmented. The thing that's disturbing, though, is that consoles are turning into, like, like just super-powered PCs because of, like, their other ex- expectations, like movie playing, media playing. Yep. Did you, you know, hear some stats? I don't know. I don't know if this actually, if I'm getting this right, but the majority of time spent spent on the Xbox 360 is watching movies and videos it's no longer playing games is that a f- well, that's because is that, that a function of what I, I can believe that I, I use my PS3 I used to use my PS3 more for watching videos and playing games. well they pushed DLNA they, server they pushed the Netflix connection really really PS, hard because PS Microsoft gets um, Microsoft it, gets kickbacks from every Netflix subscription that comes isn't through that a function Xbox. of the form of entertainment you're consuming though because a movie is a guaranteed two hour consumption of time but a game is you know bursting is it really burst? Because whenever I play, I'm like, in front of the TV so, for eight hours. Right, so my, my exactly. Com- my that's, comparison that's is... That sometimes is very daunting for me. I'm like, ah, oh, I'm going to start this game. 
okay. Right, yeah. <laughs> you can't just sit down and play. For My five. comparison is, yeah. and it's it's a fairly weird abstract comparison, but uh, TF2 playtime of classes. I think everyone finds that they seem to have a heap of playtime on engineer, and that's because when you're playing, you're just sort of passively accruing time. And I think a movie is similar to that. Like mm. you're not, I don't know. So you're not, it's passive entertainment, it's not interactive. Well, it doesn't really matter what they're, what, if it's passive or active. I mean, the thing here is that people are using their yeah, their true. consoles to do things other than play games, which yeah. means consoles have become, like Milky said, more yeah. uh, entertainment yeah. boxes oh, than but they, but video games. But coming at it from that direction, you already have the horsepower, you add the ability to play movies. Coming at it from the Apple TV, Apple TV direction... You have no horsepower. Yeah, you, can't, you can play movies, can't but way. you can't just tack on the ability to play games without a complete they, rework. The game people have done the hard work first compared yeah. to the set-top box people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, easier to come, it's easier to come from there. And the Steam box area, is really yeah. like all power to Linux now. Or yeah. I'd, I'd love to see the Steam box has... I don't I'd, know, man. I would love to see that the Steam box is a catalyst. It's turning into the Rowan show. No, it's a catalyst for... He's got a good point, though. For I don't know P- about the Linux thing, though, man. exodus from Windows. Why do you love not know about this Linux thing? Because driver performance, I'd love to see no, no, no. I, from I Windows pushed for, towards Linux. Forget the tech stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, forget all of that stuff. You know, I'm sure that's fine. I just, I just don't see um, mainstream users switching over to to that OS unless and not, and I don't think Linux or the Steam Box is going to push it either. I don't see that stuff happening unless uh, we see some. Big adoption in in corporate America or in you're seeing um, big adoptions in corporate America and in government and so in NGOs John, all over the planet. The, the day someone switches Linux. to Linux is the day someone won't realize it's Linux. Exactly. That's when it will happen. Have you and, used Ubuntu? And to get yeah, no, it's, it's, fantastic. it's fantastic. My God, you can browse the net while it's installed. Yeah. So to the idea is that you know to have that many developers be you know purged from from Windows or at least to pike their interest and get them you know. Circling around this one standardized version, which is you know Valve is hopefully hopefully going to push and unify for everyone to get all of them working together to get the accessibility up to scratch to get you know the driver support up to scratch get all that crap sorted out is going to be really exciting. Actually, you know what I'd kind of like to see on the Steam Box that probably won't happen. Uh, back when I was at EA, we were um, secretly, but I don't work there anymore, so I can talk about it. Talking about the idea of you know Windows just gets in your way. It eats up a tremendous amount of resources, you know, basically fat-ass driver layers uh, do too much crap for you. They don't let you manage your own memory. So the idea at EA was on each disc, they would package it with a bootable game OS. So instead of playing the game in Windows, you would put the disc in, you would boot to this OS, and you would have full control of the hardware. The full power of PC hardware without the driver bullshit, without the Windows bullshit. So something I would like to see them do for the Steam Box, and I don't think they will, but would be very cool, is a very thin virtual machine mm. and whenever you used it as a PC you'd be running Linux yeah, but then when you want to play a game it would basically suspend Linux to disk switch over to this other game OS and then that's it just bam like full power to the hardware mm. I mean that's still comparing two wafer thin things next to the brick that is Windows by exactly comparison. yeah it's, it, the overhead would be how many minimal. times John have you said Windows stop helping when you're just using it uh, since I installed Windows 7 not really uh, Windows Seven is, is transparent enough for me. Windows Seven always asking like to check I just, stuff. I just I just say with all that sure? shit. I don't, sure? I don't like Windows. He says, it's, yeah. it's like, stop everything's more complicated than it needs to be." But going back to what you were saying before, John was <clears throat> kind of about how um, about how like you know you, you want to start playing a game, but then you, you stop and you think, "Do I really want it?" It actually seems kind of disappointing that 
gamers may just be too maybe you know they might be starting to feel like gaming is too much work I you know I enjoy downloadable games now more than AAA games. Downloadable what? iPhone games or downloadable PC? No, no, like PC, like Steam, Steam games, like you know, like I had a lot of fun with like you know Limbo, Mark the Ninja. Dude, down, by the way, downloadable. That's, that's a good. That's downloadable from, is is a dangerous term. J- Jamie, to use. what's your Sorry. favorite iPhone game? My favorite iPhone game, Sudoku. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say the off button. The off button. Oh my god! Um, yeah, no, getting the iPhone to work. Right. Getting the iPhone to not fuck up constantly is my favorite iPhone game, and I have yet to clear it. So, um, But for me, it's just, you know, I can sit down for, I can have a game finished in about 10, you know, maybe not 10 hours, but, you know, five hours, and it's done, and it's like, that's it. You know, I don't I don't want to commit 30 hours to a game anymore. What if unless we were still uni students? Maybe hmm? we would, if we were still uni students. If I was still a university student, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, I, there's no maybe to it. I spent a lot of time in university playing games. But I just don't have. I mean, I'm 33 now. I just don't. Hey, I just, dude, my, my wife I don't have the patience for it. Honestly, my wife's 32, dude. She will play Assassin's Creed for 16 hours straight in front of a TV. Mm-hmm. Get up the next day and do it again. Like, yeah. It's not it's an age thing. Into the Liz show. Because yeah. I mentioned her once. It's turning into the Liz show. <laughs> Holy fucking shit! Now it's the Jamin show. All right. So what about that other fucker? So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm going to limit you guys to 10 minutes on the. 10 minutes each. No, ten minutes on the Oreo. Well, we got other shit. So to get we need to. to give people a bit of perspective or context. Okay. So in the office, um, there's been there's a lot of discussion ever the since war. the Kickstarter went up, um, and there's a lot of the people. Very that, popular Kickstarter. Well, very successful Kickstarter. I've, I've got it here. They got sixty three thousand backers, and they got eight and a half million dollars from the Kickstarter. And they what have, was their target goal? The target goal was nine hundred fifty grand, and they got eight point five million. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And they have external VC uh, investment as well. On top and of that. who do you think was so the majority of the, 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 so of wait, the backers? Wait, wait, back to the... All right, so no, answer my on. question. Yep, so for the backers, you've got... <laughs> bitch! 46,000 people. One, two, three, four, fifth. Most of these backers are people that bought consoles. So there's 46,000 people bought a console. There's 7,700 people got a limited edition one. No, but no, 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 no. I, I, that's not what I'm asking. Do you think most of these people are are developers? Oh, yeah, who want to develop games, and they're not just devs. They got to be on the inside to find that Kickstarter. You're not going to be a regular consumer. I think someone that found that Kickstarter is interested in the dev for commercial reasons. Okay, and so the question that's going to set Jamin off is: oh, Here we go. Why, of all the platforms, would you want to develop for? Oh, yeah, and to, before you start, Jamin, we were saying that like when you buy a smartphone. You buy it for all the things it can do. You don't buy it for the games. And and people who do want to play smartphone games are going to play them on their smartphone. That's ridiculous, actually. In particular, That's Android. Like... So why would you want to develop for Oya just because it's there? It's That's not cool. like... It's not like this does. It's not like what we were talking about before, where it's a console where you can do things specifically only... Nobody's going to make games for Oya. They're going to make games for Android. Right? Yeah. And... So, okay, so well, talk about the power. Well, there is game. a couple of Oya specific games already coming in the pipe. But a, but a couple. Well, yeah, I mean, they've okay. only just given so, out the first round of dev kits. So. I um, I, I used to like to make fun of Oya and say that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Kool Aid Man. Um, and say that, you know, it was. They need to make a commercial with that thing blasting through a wall. It was all the not power. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it, was a, it was all the not power of consoles with all the not mobility of phones. Mm-hmm. But I, I looked at the numbers. I did a little bit of research, and it turns out that comparing this thing to a phone is an insult to phones. So if you want to look at something... Phones are dissed. 
No, the opposite. No. Oh, yeah, was this. No, the phones are so dissed by the presence of Oya. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, 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 that's it. Whatever you <clears> said. <throat> so, I mean, if you want to, and, and I don't want to, I don't want to get too technical. I have a bunch of numbers written down and stuff, but, so, in terms of uh, gigaflops, which is basically how many floating point calculations the GPU could do per second, giga in the billions and flops, meaning floating point operations, I mean, the numbers, if you're looking at the new iPhone, the iPhone uh, 5, 6.4 gigaflops, 6.4 billion floating point operations per second. Look at the iPad, that goes up to about uh, 12.8 gigaflops. And if you look at Oya, it's 4.8. So this thing is, is, is slower than the iPad and the iPhone. How much slower? It's about 16 times slower than the iPad John, and about 5.31 times less than the did iPhone. Did you know that when people were playing Angry Birds, they were really bummed that there weren't enough gigaflops? No, no, this is yeah. only part of the this no. is only part of the argument. We can't have you, This is only part of the We can't arguments. have two different we've got two different arguments here. Got two different points. Keep going on your specs. Okay, so I mean, you basically have something that is less capable of playing these phone games than the phone that you probably already own. Yep, no, you're so right. So before you get and into it, it, and I wonder why you, someone would buy it. Before so. you, okay, so you're No, no, you're no, 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 that. So, so I just want to, number one, deal with, and memory bandwidth, I mean, you're dealing with a uh, phenomenally slower memory right, bandwidth yep, due so to being single channel. Establish that it's... Okay. So, so the question is, if you're not buying this thing for the power, which obviously if you are, you're a fucking idiot. Right. So Jamin. basically, you know... Jamin's opinion? <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's a fact. I think that's a provable fact right. with the numbers that I just I just spit out. I mean, you're right. You you don't you obviously have no idea who would buy it, and I don't either. But so put, to put this in the clear, you're not going to buy one. You're not yep. especially a proponent. You're trying to play devil's advocate against the rage uh, well, against the machine here because there's a side of the office. Yeah, in this in the office because there's a side. For example, Kalen, right, one of our programmers here, he's really all for the existence of the Oya because he's he's this he's this. You know, you to- he's got this utopian vision of like this. He bought a three thousand dollar robot. Open source, you know, <laughs> anyone can do it, no restrictions or whatever. So like, so but this this fucking douchebag. No, wait, Sorry, go no, ahead. Off rails. Off rails. Go ahead. So, but, but, Sorry, as, a, but as a but as a programmer, why would you get so excited about an open box that has? Significantly less power than the, than an iPad or an iPhone. Milky, you're absolutely right, and I don't know either. But the people about, who about, wait, no, wait, but about fifty five thousand people are excited. Right, and I have no idea why, and I cannot. Wait okay, to find so out. What, let's say let's ignore the development side for a second. Now, the Oya as a commercial product, right? What does it do that you can't already do with your? You know, like. Are, are you going to be sitting there with your Samsung Galaxy and thinking, man, I really want to take this to my TV? I no. think, see, this is this is the thing. This is why I kept mentioning set-top, you know, those little set-top boxes like Apple TVs before. This is, uh, I think it's, just, it's coming, yeah, it's coming, like, just closer into this this entertainment center, the sweet Nugent center that everybody okay, wants to be Okay, that's an analysis. Nugent center. Sweet what? Nugent. Nugent. Nugent, thank you. That's an observation, but that's... Nugent. No, Give me your guns. <laughs> that's an observation, but that's not a justification for the existence of this. Thing. No, th- that's like saying that there's no uh, there's no reason for anybody to ever make anything else. Then okay, let me. So hang, I'll go I'll go through some of the stuff that the Oya looks like it's going to have when it comes out. So at the moment, the first set of dev kits are the only thing that have gone out. But stuff they've already confirmed that they're going to be having. Um, that cool game on Google Air Mac, which I quite enjoy. Air Mac's going to be on that. I'd be happy to sit on my couch and play that on a controller. I'm still not buying one, but I didn't expect Air Mac to go there. Um, they've got 
Well, to TBA on the release. Let, let's wait, 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 let me finish. Because you want to know what's going to happen. Yeah, you want to know what's going to be on there, so just There's TBA, there's going to be a SNES and a 64 emulator for it. So you can play all your SNES or your 64 games on it. They've got the Plex Media Server and XBMC, which John tells me are both you know, media sensors from the Xbox. Represent. And then they've been still not confirmed, but there should be Cannonball, Minecraft... And Shadow Gun still not confirmed, but they not did. Confirmed. They did use them in the announcement. Okay, all of these things are falling into the into the endless chasm of I couldn't give a shit because but they're not Android games. I can do all these things on other devices. On this, the, PC, the, uh, yeah, on the Oya. But you're comparing it to a mobile phone. What I'm saying is that these aren't mobile phone games. These are PC games. And Star, how, Starbound. You can't put but the a things you did in their PC games. We, we just started talk. We were just talking about you things could, that you can put. You can use to put. Your PC games on your TV, whether it's Steambox, whether it's but this your is, Microsoft but this, Windows. Okay, but this is $100. This is $100. It's small. It sits in front of your TV, and it does all of these things, possibly some other things. I've never seen a SNES or 64 right, emulator before. For convenience, just to throw it in front of your TV. There might Why? be some people that are interested in that. Okay, so and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and run with this for a second. Why would you want to develop for this thing? And I say that because Android is already... Worse than iOS, a basic piracy box. So you take into account the fact that the uh, well, we're talking over the guitar. Yeah, you, you might you might hear some some the electric, the, the electric bands playing, playing in the background. Some of them, Serenity. some of them, yeah. Without me, so it's gonna suck. But um, Eddie and his fucking hippie music shit. Um, so I mean, you're gonna, there's rules? gonna be a massive piracy problem with this. The fact that it is completely open. I'm not. I'm not advocating DRM. I'm not advocating security through obscurity. You know, in the case of Linux, when Microsoft used to say that, uh, you know, ROS is more secure because it's not open source, and Linux would say, well, ours is more open secure because the entire, you know, community is evaluating the source. But in this case, you've got something with intentional security flaws that no one wants to patch because it enables piracy. That's the whole point of it. So if there's no way to make money off this thing, aside from hobbyists, which is totally cool, and people who don't have the ability to get a proper PS3 dev kit... Who's going to want to develop for this thing? Right, it's going to be a hobbyist box. It's not going to be a so mass market product. But see, I think, I think there's off. still space for people for, for a hobbyist box. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. People can still develop Absolutely. on PCs. Yeah. John, why do, you, why do you think there's so many people on the internet that have so much vitriol and hate for this particular console? Because lots of other devices in other markets or in other areas come out and they don't generate this kind of reaction. But the internet has really there's a, a large portion which people who really, want to develop really on P- this thing people who want to develop their own games can still develop their own games they don't need an Oya to do it and an Oya limits what you can do significantly if you're just developing a game on PC then to just be ignore it. you already have the internet it. you have infinite distribution capabilities then, you have more power just ignore it. than why, we'll just ignore what we want to ignore there's no reason why we shouldn't feel passionate about it just as much as you there's no reason why you this shouldn't thing, feel neutral about it this thing is working <laughs> fragmentation fragmentation of the industry and, we made, right, this, we so, made this argument so that's before. getting to the real point. Yes, this that's is, getting to the real is point. Is that the, Oy, the Oya's existence somehow has slighted... Not just Oya. Is, is sli- not just Oya. Right, not just Oya. Because we got, we got Oya, we got... We got, we got uh, that fucking USB memory stick bullshit. Yeah. It's slighting a lot of people. Shield. And do they feel threatened or do they well, feel Well, I think like, it's also because we've got people like Kalen in our ears saying like, this is this is exactly what it should be. It's like the utopian thing. This is like, like, it's the like, more platforms, the better. It's better for the industry if we have 500 fucking... No, 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 no,
He's right. That is the way it should be. It should be open, 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 open hardware, open software. People if the don't damn buy thing... things is open. Open does not make a product. No, if, 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 open, if people specs. wanted open, Linux would already be the number one desktop OS if openness is what people cared about. Yeah, I love yeah. openness. I've open sourced every single thing I've ever done in my life. I'm not against openness. Yeah. I'm just saying being open does yeah. not make it a good product. I don't know if that comparison is fair based on usability. I think there's... Oh, yeah, no, no, one, no one can use anything I've ever written. I don't think it's, it's, totally a, I don't think it's a commercially yeah. relevant product either because just because it's open and because people will be will be able to tinker with it easily. Then just let it sink. Yeah, I will it let will it sink. sink. Trust let me, it, you don't need to tell me that. Sink. It will sink. Let us have we talk about it sinking. There it is. We are not sinking it right now with on, our words. It will podcast. sink without us. See, this is, this is what I like. I mean, I'm in the office watching this just for everyone to understand. This happens like almost daily. Mm. So this comes up in the last, for the last month or two. And there's these two, these two I, I would actually, I actually understand when Kalen like would, would get into discussion and say, yeah, but it's this, 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 and this because he believes it. You're like, I don't understand even why you're like arguing I, with us I'm, because you're I'm so baffled. neutral about it. I'm baffled by the reaction it's elicited from the negative party. The positive party have something to gain. Elicited? Which is why... It's a totally different one. No, wait. The, the po- <laughs> you, you guys, guys got to read the nougat. You guys need to read the nougat. Elicited your nougat. You guys need to read the books. So the, the positive... It's, it's elicited, I think. Read some motherfucking books. The positive party have something to gain from it, but the negative party are being negative just for the sake of being negative. I don't think the, like, the, the positive party has anything, no, anything but they do, special they have, to gain that they couldn't gain. You can still develop for Android without annoying. But that's your opinion. They believe there no, is it's something. Opinion. It's, it's not an opinion. You can develop for Android. I don't feel like area. people can develop for Android. They can develop for Android. Yeah, that's not an opinion. Well, it gives, it right, gives, but those it gives people another, think there's now something we special an, about it. Now we have an Android box that has a controller and has a form factor that, you know, one of the complaints about Android is that you got to, you know, you have all these different... Is that not a fucking game OS? You have all these different phones, these different tablets. Now you have one thing. You know what it is, and it's it's standardized. I think people can actually just you know say, all right, I'm gonna make a game for Oya. It's not standardized. It's gonna work. It's one box out of about seven hundred. That's not standardized. And if you develop, no, that's standardized in the way that the Nexus is standardized, and that you can pick one hardware and target it. Yeah, but there's there's gonna be a develop for Oya. Yeah. You're an idiot. Well, I'm, what I'm saying is if you develop for Oya, it's not necessarily... Then you have the the problem of porting it out to all the other myriad device, Android devices out there. That doesn't True. seem to have bothered some of these people that already say they want to that's, do it. That's their problem. But what... You know, There's the, a lot of people whose problem so, is... I'm just saying that... People, 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 people might be... People might be... Do you have dollar amounts on how much they gave? Oh, uh, yeah. Because I can be like, oh, I like the concept of openness. Here's five bucks. Um... What if somebody? What if um, Westinghouse open sourced your your toaster? Oh my god, dude! I would hack the fuck out of it, dude. That toaster would be like putting Jesus's face in my toast you go, every fucking you go, German. So out of about fifty five, out of about sixty thousand mm-hmm. backers, how many backers have I got? Sixty four, sixty three thousand backers. About three thousand just gave money, basically for the sake of giving money. Okay, three thousand people. Well, what, How much was they, that? That's well, you can either give ten dollars or twenty five dollars, and you don't get a console. You just get like there's a founder emblem, love. and you can reserve your love. username. Here's here's one more nuance. Um, uh, so we're gonna leave, we're gonna leave it here. Okay. So one of the one of the things that um, the that I, I've that. seen pop up is the notion that things like the Oya and because they're so cheap and they're so accessible, it's going to rock the boat in the Sony's and the Nintendos and the, and the Microsoft houses because it's going to wait get in there. 
it's, it's going to make them rethink how they approach console development. They're, it's going to change their business policies and all that stuff. It's going to force them to innovate. I don't actually think it's going to do that because it's not like Oya or, or the Shield or a lot of these other devices like that USB thing. None of those things do anything that the consoles don't besides provide, like, you know, b- besides lifting the veil. There's nothing in there that says, like, oh, my God. You know, it's not like moving from – it's not like when the – the PlayStation kicked the Saturn's ass because it, it brought 3D into the into living rooms, right? It's not like that. A little tear just came out of Jamin's eyes when he said that. <laughs> little tear. Don't like nine something like ninety percent of Android and iPhone games make zero money. In fact, make minus a hundred dollars if you consider like what you have you to pay to be an much, developer. I think you find it's more like ninety nine point nine. And yeah, it's hard. And it's harder on Android. I've worked with publishers in the past who like they're like we'd like you to develop iPhone iOS games for us, but we're just you know we'll give you an extra five thousand dollars to port it over to Android, but we don't really care if you do or not. Yeah. As, as a developer, well, that's another discussion of yeah. monetize ease of monetization of Android versus iPhone. Yeah. So that's that's another reason why I think it. It makes it so puzzling that people were so enthusiastic from a development standpoint Isn't to, it to jump onto Android because it's like, oh man, there's this new device we can de- develop for and not make money on. Isn't it just an enigma that you want to watch unfold online? No, no, no I'm not really interested. There's much lots of much in the way that I you constantly YouTube videos of the Hindenburg going down. You, you sound very not interested. No, I'm, no, seriously, I'm interested because we're all talking about it, but I'm not interested enough to follow it. Fair enough. <laughs> so can we just all have maybe like 30-second finishing statements? Just make I'll our go, arguments and then we're done. Okay, okay. Milky's done. Jamin, go. Okay. In summary, the hardware, the hardware is utter shit. No one's buying it for the hardware. You can't make money off of it. It's going to be a total piracy box. People don't buy things because it's open. There is, unless you just want a way to write it your own game and run it on that, or you just want to play crappy phone games on your TV for some god-awful reason about the mobility... I just don't see a reason at all to do this. And you know what? It's very possible that 60,000 people are just really idealistic. All right. This is me going down a water slide winning this argument. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. John, anything? I have nothing to say about this thing. I just want to. I just think it's very interesting that someone's doing it. I'd like to see what happens. That's all. You can cool. suck a nut. I do have I'm not, No, no. Come on, man. No, come on, shout it. That's good. Um... Last night on Twitter, somebody retweeted something from Kim.com, and he said that if you want to stop piracy, he's, I'm paraphrasing, but he oh, said... Oh, yeah, the five points. He basically said, like, you know, make good product, make it easy and accessible, make it open, and, and release it globally. DRM-free. Uh, yeah, DRM-free simultaneously. And my response to that is, like, that's another utopian thing, and it's a lot easier to set up something where you can just upload your, your ripped pirated software than it is to make it. So I don't really value that opinion just, much at all. Cool. To, to be fair, and I don't want to drag into another discussion. That's like I gave Milky my seconds. So just just to, be, to be fair about, about that, because I thought it was kind of cool. Pirates will pirate your game no matter what. Exactly. DRM's not going to stop them. So just make why drive the other people yeah, to piracy? Your paying customers. Because if you're paying customers who want to pay for your game, totally different. Yeah, just is, can't it play is, it because of the DRM, you drive it away. So I agree with Kim.com. Let it go. Oh yeah. Do you have anything to say? Oh yeah. After this, oh, that's cool. All right. Um, Fuck oh yeah. That was that was. You could suck a nut. Suck a nut. Yeah, you fuck. These nuts. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, on I'm to James, bitch. Yeah. On to uh, uh, Pixel Junk News. That was very spirited, gentlemen. You got you guys brought it back to. I didn't think you could you could reach the levels that we had last night, but uh, you actually did. So, uh, anyway, on to uh, some Pixel Junk news. Um, and I think something we can all agree on is that... That is never coming to Oya. 
that is never coming to Oya. Uh, yeah, is that that Pixel Junk 4AM was nominated for a IGF award yes. for excellence audio. Excellence in audio. Thank you. That was very good. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty stoked about that. And you'll be well at, deserved at IGF. Yes, demonstrating. I'll be, I'll be at uh, GDC over the three days. I'll be at the IGF Pavilion. Um, Presumably waving your move around. Yeah, I'll have dual wielding action going on. Two yeah. shiny glowing <laughs> colorful knobs. He's going to be like sweating like seven hours <laughs> of like just waving his arms around. Glistening. <laughs> yes. um, so yeah, if anyone wants to come by the IGF Pavilion, come say hi. If you haven't witnessed Rowan's sensual 4am performance in person, you haven't lived. <laughs> you haven't. There's, yeah. a, there's a couple of videos on YouTube, I think. Probably. That's only the temp- tip of the sensuality. Yeah, that was you me, gotta getting, see that was me getting dragged onto the roof in the rain with about 15 minutes notice. Sensually. Sensually. Ten- yeah. Tenderly. <laughs> tenderly dragged onto the roof. Tenderly. So yeah, IGF Pavilion at GDC. 50 grades, stays um, grey style. <laughs> yeah. 4AM's been nominated in the Excellence for Audio category. Which we were just talking about this morning, the definition of the excellence for audio category. and In audio. In audio. And we were wondering, is, is it just an award for best soundtrack? Or is it an award you know, regarding innovation in audio and how it, affects, how it affects gameplay mm. in the game? And, and the definition they threw out this morning seems to give themselves a fair bit of wiggle room. So it'd be interesting to see if, what if the judges... Go into, I mean, I haven't played any of the other games. So I just think that you know, I think we'll win. I think... <laughs> I think based on the merit of like the 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 audio design and I don't, I don't think people who even who play um, 4AM really realize how sophisticated the um, the audio engine is, but it it is very complex and um, it makes your performance sound good and it makes it seem easy, mm-hmm. but it, it's actually, actually very sophisticated. If you, if you see me play it, yeah, I make it look hard. Yeah, you make it look really hard. <laughs> don't watch Jamin if you want to be happy. And even if it is the general advice. <laughs> Even Don't if it is inject, just a, a best soundtrack category, we have a kick-ass, you know, house soundtrack in there from Bion. Bion did yeah. rocket. I mean, Bion mm. kicked ass and, and made yeah. some cool music. So yeah. I think we've got a strong showing even on the soundtrack front. But if you're bringing in innovation, gameplay, woven design, then I think we should kill this category. I hope yeah. so. I think so. If you don't believe us, ask Bion. He'll tell you how awesome it is. Oh, yeah. As, de- as devil's advocate, I'm not sure. I don't know what the criteria is for the judges. And right now, Hotline Miami is riding a big wave of popularity. Yeah, no, I And think it does have a really awesome soundtrack. It has a rocking soundtrack. soundtrack, but I don't know how much... I, again, I haven't played the game, as John mentioned, caveat, but mm-hmm. I don't know how... You know, innovative, how innovative or yeah. integral music or rhythm is to the particular game, but yeah. I think all of those other finalists in the audio category I'm going to be playing over the next week. Just I'm sure they're really out good. Of, just out of Checking respect, out for, I mean, because if they're all in that category with us, then they must be pretty good. They must be pretty good games. So mm-hmm. I really want to go. And try them out. <laughs> they must be. Imagine if some of those games were absolutely horrible, but they just had great audio. Well, possible. I don't know. We'll find out. Excellence in audio. Yeah. Yeah, I'll it's not excellence in video. I'll or probably play. tweet yeah. as I as I play each one as well. But most yeah. of, all the IGF finalists are always usually pretty kick ass. Yeah. So, so. Yeah. well, congrats to the Pixel Jump Four AM team, and if you haven't played Four AM, and all the finalists, yeah. Also, congrats on being Indian, actually finishing a game. Yeah, that's an achievement in itself. Achievement unlocked. Game shipped. Good looking out. Game shipped. Yeah. All right. Want to wrap the show up with some some questions? Wrap this shit up, B. The, the wrap-up box is actually this clock staring down at me. We have 15 minutes. Questions. Questions. So, so we'll, um, we'll pick one each and read it out. Like we did I think last we'll night. just do. We'll just do one each. Um, okay. 
And uh, I'm going to do two because I have to okay, finish well, something. Whatever, exception maker. Shit. Shit. I, it's my podcast, Yeah, bitch. you fucked up the last so, one. Word. <laughs> I'll start. It's mine to fuck up. <laughs> I can start on the top one there if you want. Just right. do it. So a question here from Ed Stumpful. Will you guys ever make dungeons? And the answer to that is ma-ha-ha. Next question. See, now <laughs> you should have just said no because now that people are going to be, was well, that a muhahaha or is it a mahahaha? Is it a muhahaha? Mm-hmm. Mama say, yeah. mama yeah. say, mama say. You're a vegetable. Yeah. Answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Troll, la, 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 la. La, 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 You can't troll the fucking R24. <laughs> Man, fuck the R24. Okay. It just trolled us last night. So Actually, it fucked us. That's the problem. Jamin, what question do you want to answer? Give me the list. Screw it. Let's go with uh, what made you name your series of games Pixel Junk? What inspired the name, if anything? And I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, Pixel Junk is what Dylan's ex-girlfriend used to call him. <laughs> because it's pixelated? I don't Because it was all pixelated. Yeah, every was, every time just, she pulled his pants down, it was like a mosaic. It's just a mosaic. <laughs> no, Pixel Junk was Dylan's, uh, Dylan's nickname on the, our forums when the company was supposed to and you might as well explain where Q Games came from and Q Games no, came from small, yeah. Q Games is, is uh, from Dylan's love of Q in the Bond that was, uh, films that's a separate question as well yeah. from uh, yeah, Pixelator this, this yeah. is from Pixelator yes from and of course it also means queer I think this is the this is the fourth <laughs> time that, that I've actually well, mentioned this but well, you know we basically have a company philosophy of you know, you start with an interesting, fun, like high technology yeah. toy, and then build a game around that, which is kind of. Jamie, what into are you talking about? Fun has no place in video games. What do you think this is about? Fun. Oh God! Sorry what? for. What do you? So that's where that's where There's Q no games come from. Q, Q, Q. We we do Q like things. We make something interesting. And we're all mad cute. Yeah. Aww. Especially John. So Tim Hitchings asks. Tim Hitchings is uh, one of our testers. Yep. He's a bar. He asks, "What's your favorite cheese?" I'm partial to Stilton and Gorgonzola with a good Belgian quad ale like Trappist Rochefort Ten. <laughs> I would have to say my well, cheese of don't choice have in them. <laughs> is a nice sharp blue cheese. I'm, I, I just like I like all cheese, man. I really don't. I don't. I'm not sophisticated enough to know what type of cheeses I like. But if I you don't put like goat cheese. I definitely don't like goat cheese. Give me a goat cheese. Delicious. Goat cheese tastes like a fat, sweaty Italian pizza maker who you squeegee the fat off of, uh-huh. let it cool, <laughs> and then serve it. How, how, do you, about this. how do you think? Where do you think pizza comes from? Okay, mm-hmm. so that's why I don't like goat cheese. Uh, Rowan is the cheese meister. Well, oh, we I'll say what I said yesterday as well. Um, so for Tim, if you like blue. Um, there's a similar blue comparable to Stilton called Roaring Forties, which is a Tasmanian blue from Australia. That's uh, that's pretty strong blue as well. So if you can get um, any of that, and Rock, I think it's Roquefort is the correct pronunciation. Sure. They use that in. Um, <laughs> I lived in in South America for a little while, and they put Roquefort on all of their South pieces America. There. You live it's in like Florida. Their, no, did you say actually, South no. Africa? No. South America? Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Texas? So <laughs> Did you say South Africa yesterday? <laughs> so you can, uh, Roquefort is great on um, pizzas as well. They actually use it as a base on pizza. So Roquefort is like a, a sort of a softer, creamier blue. But if you want, um, yeah, get a Roaring Forties to go with your Stilton or something. I like a nice strong or like a matured red cheddar or something. I'm uh, kind of feeling myself, so I'm going to say again, my favorite cheeses are the ones I make at home because 
Jamin's cheese. Yeah. Jamin's cheese. So if you can't find that brand on shelves, you're SOL. Yeah. Does that, does no, that you just, just mean you leave milk in the fridge for like a couple months? Uh, no, that's how I make yogurt. Right. <laughs> let's move. Let's take Ew. a break away from that question. Yeah. Uh, Tim also asked, uh, and I forgot to ask, answer this question uh, last last week was or asked this question last week was, um, uh, how do we feel about the the testers and have their their feedback really influenced uh monsters online and it actually has um the team for monsters now is very very small team of one the team of one he's he he is the army of one takahashi right now so uh we get your feedback and i know a lot of people are asking things like can we have co-op can we have full screen can we have uh speed control and unfortunately because he is the army of one we cannot. <laughs> needs more next gen shaders. He needs more. Needs more sunflare. Needs more sunflare. So Tony Brooks, those are all excellent ideas uh, that we would love to implement. But if if Monsters Online had like a hundred thousand users, that might happen. Paying users. Paying users. Yeah, yeah, and right now we only have ninety thousand. Yeah, well, I, don't, yeah. I don't know what the actual number is. I, I don't want to say what the actual number is, but Only it's not a hundred thousand. Yeah, we need more lens flare. We need more cowboy. It needs to be that octagonal. More lens flare. Yeah, we need lens more flare. The fake one. Can we get yeah. some bump mapping? We, we need like a bouquet <laughs> shader in there, man. That shit would be all over Facebook. And finally, Nick Anderson, who who tweeted us a lot Mr. of questions. Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. He tweeted a lot of questions to um, at us the other day, uh, which Dylan answered a few of them on, on Twitter. Uh, but he wants to know which of the Pixel Junk games did you enjoy making the most? And the only person here who actually made has made any Pixel Junk games is Mr. Parker. <coughs> um, <coughs> well, I think. Would you make? Jamin's on make? tech. Jamin helped on the tech on shooting. Oh, yeah. yeah, whatever. Which of the shooters? Jamin oh, you know, I only made the fluid system. You know that that little thing that no one noticed in shooter fucking run at sixty frames a second. That's cool. You know, I didn't really do anything. Okay, so what was your whatever. favorite what was one? Your favorite. What was your favorite? One of the uh, three shooters. On. That you worked on. Put me on the spot like that. Of the three shooters. I like, out of all of the, uh, I don't know, man, Shooter 2 is a special place in my heart. Okay, I, cool. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I'll say. Inside uh, Scrotum. I'll scrotum. Say, <laughs> Inside Scrotum. I'll say Shooter 2 as well. Um, I really enjoyed the bosses, um, designing the bosses on Shooter 2. Dylan gave us the freedom to just spam and experiment with that, so we got to throw some pretty wild ideas out there and. We got to have fun making some some cool bosses. Jamie's like Gollum over here. He's like Scrotum, Scrotum, Scrotum. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely Scrotum. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely gotta. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, even without having worked on the games, Milky and John, what are your favorite Pixel Junk games? John, you like Eden. I love Eden. Yeah, John, Eden's John got the, all the Spectra the the other week. By the way, I think Eden I'm gonna say that in every level. podcast. He has. He got all the Spectra and for and anyone. It's always, it's always the other week. Anyone that's he did played this shit like Eden. ten years ago. It's like yeah, just the other week. Eden really is represent. like the, the essence of like a um, yeah an indie game. It just it just everything about it just feels right and it's it's really awesome. I, I think for pure ease and satisfaction, I like playing side scroller the most because it really looks like an old arcade game from the 80s, all vector graphics Hollow style. Indian Hollow Man. knocked that shit out of the park. Knocking it out. Some of those, the uh, godfather of pixel jump. And, you know, and it does innovate real. within that genre. You know, so I think it's I think it's really cool. I like I really like the, the pixel jump games for that accessibility. Awesome. Nailed. All right. And so these people who ask questions, I think maybe we'll send you some posters. Sweet. Wait, yeah. I want a poster. Mm. What poster? 
Four AM posters. Oh, what the hell? I want a four AM poster. You have four AM posters. Yeah, but I don't want them on my desktop. I want a poster poster. Four AM poster. You shouldn't. You, you yeah, just you walk over to the poster pile. And you gave me the posters, man. You're like, get these. Yeah, I know. That's why I don't desk. have them anymore because I gave them to you. So now you re want them. When they when they, them when they come over to to my little stash, then no one gets right. Them. Small yeah. <laughs> one, one, one small correction to something I said before. Just before we end, um, the numbers that I quoted. Were for per core, not for all the cores. So the numbers wow. that See, I knew wow. that. Shut the fuck up. I knew it. 25, 25.5 gigaflops for the iPhone, 76.8 gigaflops for the Bring iPad, and 4.8 for Tegra. Jamin, so that was so one hour ago. I'm so such a douchebag, man. So it's like 5% as powerful as an iPad. It's, no, you just, no, you're making shit up, dude. I don't know. Five percent does not appear let anywhere it, in the sheet. Yeah, yeah, but you said four kids, kids versus, versus almost a hundred. Four versus seventy-six versus twenty-five. All right. Kids. Well, um, thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks to <laughs> thanks to everyone Any here. Last minute for stats. Anything? Jay? Yeah. Any, yes. A hundred percent of these podcast produce uh, podcast participants are assholes. A hundred percent. A hundred percent of what? Of the what? participants are assholes. Oh. Don't ask him again. Give him another forum. Because yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, any, any, any last words, Milky? No. Everyone, want to, everyone want to sign off? Or? Rowan. Yo. Yep. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you again in two weeks. Uh, maybe we'll have the same people. Maybe not. Uh, oh, but if, I'll be here. If Dylan can can talk, I'll let Dylan. Yeah. I mean, unless you drag me in again. The I had show. to. I had to drag him in. He was yeah. like, he was. I dragged him in, kicking and screaming. It's the John Show. It's the John Show. <laughs> All right. All right. And uh, oh, uh, one more thing. Um, Global Game Jam coming up. Oh yes. Next uh, this weekend. Goddamn, I'm psyched for that. Next weekend. Can I go back? Oh yeah. Work? Sorry. Next weekend. Next weekend. All right. Yeah, you have jobs. All right. Episode twenty-five. Peace out. Kessler out. See ya. Better hope that shit recorded.